0: entrepreneur, investor, and scale-up specialist, Nick Bradley. Hi, everyone. Nick Bradley here. Welcome to Scale Up Your Business. Well, actually, welcome to episode 199 of Scale Up Your Business and a special episode because it is the very last one that we are going to be doing in this format. Now, I'm not going to wreck the surprise, But when we come out with episode 200, very, very shortly, you are going to see some changes. And I'm going to go through those changes, what I'm doing, what it means for you, how it's going to help you uh, on the first episode of the change. So that will be episode 200, as I said, coming out very, very shortly. So what I thought I'd do to finish off this season, if you want to call it, of Scale Up Your Business. I'm going to say end of an era, but it's been a long journey to get to this point. And it's been an incredibly rewarding one, hugely fulfilling. And I never take for granted the fact that I get to have a platform that can help so many people. And what that platform has allowed is it's allowed me to get On different stages, to meet different people, to have some fantastic relationships and collaborations. So what I thought I would do today is I thought I'd share one of those collaborations, one of those opportunities with you. So last month, September 2021, I spent most of the month traveling. I was literally in Dubai and then I was in Canada, then into the US. And I did that because I was invited to speak on a stage, the stage of Matt Andrews' fantastic mastermind event called Family Reunion now. There's a few hundred people that attend that mastermind, um, this particular one. And one of the main reasons I also wanted to go is that Vanilla Ice was speaking. And I thought, God, if I can share the share the stage with one of my sort of 1990s uh, music idols, then that would be really cool. So I thought I'm definitely going. But also, you know, as I said, you never take opportunities for granted. And particularly when I started Scale Up Your Business a few years ago now, I didn't expect things to to progress in the way that they have. So I'm always, as I said, very, very thankful for being asked to be able to share my message and to help others. So the speech in Tampa was, how can you create a life-changing exit? How can you sell your business for life-changing money one day if that is something that you intend to do? And my view of that, just for perspective, is that I think every business should be built with the idea of it being sold. Uh, You can make money, certainly running businesses, but the serious money comes from the exit. And really what I get into in this speech, if you like, in Tampa is the playbook of private equity, the stuff that I learned from a decade of doing deals And how you can start to apply that private equity thinking into a smaller business. So if your business is doing, let's say, under $10 million or £10 million in revenue, what can you learn from private equity that can then be applied to your business if, as I said, you want to create a life-changing exit at some point? So I hope you enjoy this. As I said, there's a few hundred people in the room. Uh, I have a bit of fun. Um, For those of you who go, listen, you know, uh, I can't see any slides. I'm not quite sure what he's talking about. I will link the actual uh, video presentation of my talk into the show notes. So you can go and watch that as well. Uh, And there's a couple of things I'll just mention. You'll hear me talk about there's a dog (laughs) on the stage. And the great thing about Matt Andrews' event, Family Reunion, is it really is a family. It's focused on real estate influencers invest but the whole room is just full of awesome people and they have their dogs there and all sorts of things. So at some point I had a dog up on stage, which uh, added a little bit of fun and spice uh, to the event. So there we have it. Really hope you enjoy episode 199 of Scale Up Your Business. As I said, the end of an era, and I wanted to share this speech with you. And for those of you who have a business and you're thinking, you know what, I really do want to build that to exit one day, then there's going to be some fantastic nuggets in this talk today that's going to help you. So there we have it. I suppose I could say here, welcome to Scale Up Your Business. Myself, Nick Bradley, and here is my speech from Family Reunion 2021
1: all right well guys it's my pleasure to introduce uh, this next gentleman uh, i talked about him earlier he he's probably the guy who worked the hardest to get here today all right uh london dubai i forgot two, a couple other stops but that was basically how he had to get into this country right that was that was the way he had to do it so they tell you if you're in england right now you can't go to america he figured out a way it's just like a long way right? You just got to go the long way. This gentleman I got to know earlier this year on Clubhouse. We spent a lot of time together to like 10 hours a day for like two months we spent <laughs> Coco, and really got to know each other. And, uh, I really came to respect him, uh, a- as a business intellect, but also as a man, as a man who really keeps his family first. I love seeing pictures of his family. He had this picture of his girls as he was leaving. I'm going to be gone for like weeks. And he was hugging his girls and, uh, keeps that as a first priority. But this is a guy that when I heard him start sharing and helping people on that app, you know, it was the first place I saw him. I thought, man, this guy knows his stuff and he's not puffing himself up. He's not telling you how good he is, but he's got reason. If he wanted to, to tell you how good he is. This guy has built, scaled, sold 25 plus businesses, uh, totaling $5.2 billion. Um, so that, that was with a B if you didn't catch that. So, um, top, the top business podcast in the UK. It's called the scale up your business podcast. Highly, highly recommend it. Especially there's this one episode with this bald guy named Matt. Somebody, it was amazing. It was awesome. You should check it out. No, but he really isn't, has an amazing podcast, asks great questions, digs in and understands business at a high level. So this is one of the guys that I was hoping we could pull in because like I said, I want to take us to a higher level of thinking about joint ventures, acquisition, building our companies to exit right and one of the things i hear him say all the time is you you can make money building businesses you can make money acquiring businesses you really make serious money exiting businesses right and this guy has a track record he's done it over and over again so i'm really really excited to have him we're going to crank up some music and bring him up here and we're going to give him show him a lot of love especially for how far he's come so let's put our hands together for the scale and exit master mr nick bradley bring him up Just to kick off,
0: Matt wasn't kidding when he said, you know, I had to go a long, long way to get here. So I just want to kind of share the journey with you, just for fun. So I started off in this place, it's called London in England, and then for some reason I went the wrong direction, right? I had to go to Dubai, then I corrected myself and ended up in Toronto for a day to meet my good friend, Mark Drager, who's here. Then I got to Vancouver then to Phoenix, again for a day, then to Orlando, and finally here with all of you. So that is four countries, seven cities, 24 days, and just under 16,000 miles. And I did it for two reasons. The first reason is, Matt Andrews, where are you again, buddy? I love you, man. I love you. But the second reason reason is that I'm here today to ask you three really important questions. Before I do that, I just want to kind of give you a bit of context as to where I'm coming from. Matt has given me a pretty grandesque introduction. But where I've worked for the last decade is in private equity and specifically mergers and acquisitions private equity. I've done 117 acquisitions over that time. 25 business exits, the last one two weeks ago, $5.3 in enterprise value exits, and as Matt said beforehand, very, very grateful to have a podcast called Scale Up Your Business, which has just done over 300,000 downloads worldwide. But back to those questions. As I go through today, I want you to think about these three questions quite deeply. And the first question is this, what is your life-changing number? What is your life-changing number? Now, to give you a hint, it probably isn't this. Now, it may be that, right? And that's cool if it is, no judgment. But what I'm talking about here is the number that creates freedom for you. Okay? So as as you're here, now write it down. Start to think about what that number could be for you. The second question is, why does that number actually matter? Why does it matter? Now, it could be a Lamborghini, it could be an amazing yacht, right? All cool, love those things. could be a private jet. It could be traveling the world with your friends, your family, having amazing times, creating amazing memories, amazing experiences. Or perhaps you just want to make a bigger impact in the world. You want to make a bigger contribution. This is an artist's impression of a hillside in Haiti, with a lot of houses built there. I know that uh, Mr. Frank McKinney is speaking later this week and is very passionate about that project. Perhaps that's something that you wanna to do too. But as we're all entrepreneurs here in some way, shape or form, I bet that one of the key drivers is always gonna be about freedom. The ability to do what you want, when you want, with whomever you want, without any constraints. Yeah, am I right about that? But so this is mine. And it's a bit emotional to see this because it has been a number of days since I've actually seen them. But this is Team Bradley, as we call them. That's my wife, Carrie, my eldest daughter, Arabella, and my youngest daughter, Matilda. And a lot of the decisions that I've made to date, and certainly in the last few years, has been about them, not just about creating a life for them, but also trying to be the best role model as a dad and a husband that I can be for them. A few years ago, my coach said to me, Nick, you're not thinking big enough. Don't you hate it when coaches say that? It's like, it's like the sort of line that they always use to kind of get you going, oh, shit, I need to be doing something else. So four years ago, I said, you know what? If I'm thinking big enough, what would I like to do in the next 20 years just for me, just something that you know, means something to me? And I said, you know what? I'd like to buy a sporting team. Wouldn't that be cool? And when I was growing up, I played basketball. In fact, I've played basketball for 41 years. And I used to love Larry Bird. And I said, you know what? One day I'm going to buy the Boston Celtics. And I went as far as saying, I know last time they were sold, it was for about $300 million. Current valuation is $3.2 billion. Got a little bit to go to get there, but I've got 13 years to do it. So regardless of what it is for you, you know, why does all this stuff matter? And the third question, the one that I really want you to ponder as I go through the next 20 minutes or so, is, is what you're doing now in your business, is it going to get you for that life changing number. Because if it is, great, congratulations. But if it isn't, now is the time to start thinking a little bit differently, maybe about your strategies or tactics, the different things that you're doing to create wealth, create freedom. What I want to do, I haven't got a lot of time today, but I want to share with you some insights and some different strategies that I've learned from a in private equity and all those exits. And as Matt said, the first thing I want to impress on you is this, Is that you don't make serious money running a business, you make serious money when you sell it. Now, I learned this in a pretty interesting situation about 15 years ago. Who here has seen The Matrix? Yeah, most people? The red and the blue pill. So, in that movie, Neo gets the choice, right? He gets the choice of choosing where he's comfortable, the life that he knows, but he is introduced to a new life, he's introduced to a paradigm shift. He has the choice. Does he take the blue pill, I think it's the blue pill, where he gets to stay in his comfort zone, or does he take the red pill, he can change everything. Eventually he does that and goes to a different place. So back around 2005, 2006, I was working for a business in the UK called EMAP, big, big media business, a FTSE 100 company. And I was divisional MD for one of those those, um, areas. And this was a business that was extremely successful Maybe got a little bit too big and then all of a sudden started to make decisions that were based around risk and eventually the whole business was broken up, broken up into component parts. It was an absolute mess. Now, I was involved in, as I said, running one of those divisions. I was growing that division one customer at a time, lots of organic stuff, lots of sales and marketing. And then one day my boss came to me and said, Nick, I want you to do something. You're not going to like it, but I'm going to pay you a truckload truckload of money if you do it. And that thing is, I want you to make 600 people redundant. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, yeah, I'm up for that. Now, I said that for a number of reasons. One of the reasons was at that point in time, I would have walked over anybody I possibly could to get to the next promotion, the next bonus, anything. Right? Everything that I did in my life back then was based on significance and trying to take the next level. So I said, yes, I'll do it. I did it. One moment stands out to me in that whole time where I was sitting across the table from someone that I was making redundant. They said to me, I hope you enjoy your blood money. Now, fast forward a little bit longer in this story. And I went to see my boss after, you know, doing this thing that he asked me to do. And he said to me in his office one day, just as the business was getting broken apart, he said, oh, you know, that bonus I promised you for making all those redundancies. Guess what? I'm not going to pay you. And I said to Paul, I said, why is that? He said, because I don't bloody want to. Yeah. But you know what? As we always say, sometimes adversities and challenges become the greatest gifts. I ended up at a different place. I ended up at this place. A business you may have heard of called Getty Images. And I joined that business just after it was sold to a private equity firm called Hellman & Friedman for $2.4 billion the guy on the left there in the picture is a guy called Jonathan Klein. And he brought me in. He said, you know, all that stuff that you did at EMAP, I want you to forget it because we don't do that here. We don't believe in slow growth. We don't believe in breaking things up. We believe in going hard at things and driving. And over the course of two years, I did 37 acquisitions. And by the time I left there, we sold the business to another private equity firm for double the figure that you can see there. Both of those gentlemen, Jonathan and Mark, became billionaires in the process. And I got the best mentorship I could ever have asked for. Okay? Fascinating time. Really fun time at the time, but I'll tell you what, some emotional roller coasters all the way through that. The second insight I want to share with you today is this. This is the bit where you get to throw me off the stage, because then what's he talking about? How you've built and grown your business to date is only half the game. For some of you, it might not even be the game, it might not even be the same ballpark. What? Get off the stage, Nick. You can't say that to us. Come on, we're very successful business owners. We've got businesses that are doing 100K a month, 250K a month, a million a month. We're successful. Okay, let me just unpack this for you because what I want to get across today is there's a couple of different strategies that you can adopt in your business to drive a different form of growth. The first thing I want you to do is take note of this equation this comes from what I would call the secret playbook of private equity, 10 years of working at how you, know, you grow and scale business to these pretty transformational exits. And this OG plus SG equals EG to the power of 10 is simply this. You can grow a business through organic growth, okay, one customer at a time, really good sales and marketing. We're seeing some examples of that here today. Okay? It's intentional, but it can be slow. You can burn a lot of money in the process, right? And it is open to risk. It is open to fluctuations in the market, pandemics, all of those sort of things. But what I will say is it's a rite of passage, right? You still have to build a great business, no matter what. But if you overlay strategic growth to the organic growth, which is faster, it's more focused, our friend there with the nice laser eyes is demonstrating, and it creates... A hell of a lot more value. Putting the two together creates what we call exponential growth. What is exponential growth? It is the compounding effect of value over time in a short space of time. Okay? As Warren Buffett said, the eighth wonder of the world is what? Compound, compound interest. In the world of private equity, we we call this the compounding multiple. So what I'm going to do now is just take you through the five things, five very quick things that we did in those years of private equity to create those exits, just to give you some insights of how we think about these things so that you can apply any of these different strategies to your business. The first thing is this, is that we always work back from the outcome. So the reason that I asked you that question at the very beginning, what is your number, is that when we're looking at a business, we look at the valuation of a business today, we look at the valuation of what we want the business to exit at at a point in time in the future. And then we look at what is called the delta, okay? And the delta is quite simply the difference between the financial calculations we need to create to to basically build towards that level of exit. You could say, this is as simple as saying, start with the end in mind, but how many of you have actually thought about your business as something that is exitable? And sometimes people come to me and say, I can't sell my business, you know, it's just me or whatever else. You can sell any business if you get very clever about it and you start to think about it differently but it starts with answering this question and being super clear on what that is. Now, before you can start to do some of the cool, clever stuff I'm gonna go through in a second, you have to optimize the foundations. What does that mean? You still have to build a business that can run without you. People, processes, systems, predictability, those things are critical. So optimizing the foundations is about not just doing your organic growth plan well, it's about putting in the right things that are going to make the business run like a well-oiled machine. So One of the things I did for years is I used to go into private equity-backed businesses and I was considered the turnaround guy. So if an investment went bad, they would send me in to go and do all the structuring of that and start to look at it objectively. So I used to go in there with a bit of an engineering mindset. My whole thing was like, you know, I don't really care about the detail or the emotion. I'm just going to fix it out. But I have to do this Stuff that we want to do after that needs to come from strong, solid foundations. Now, I haven't got time to go through all of it today, but if you'd like to go a little bit deeper into this, this is a free assessment that we provide. It's called the Predictable Growth Assessment. It will give you a lens into your business in terms of areas where you can prioritize and the areas where if you have got any issues, they will get unlocked. It's a very, very quick assessment. So if you'd like to do that, then please take a copy of that URL and you're more than welcome to do that. Okay, so the third area is structuring capital. Now, this is not simply creating an annual budget. I'm going to spend this amount of marketing. I'm going to hire these people. This is thinking strategically about how you can place capital to drive a bigger value. Okay, so that may sometimes mean that you have to go and get debt from somewhere. You may have to go and fundraise. But you're not taking that money to to put straight into the organic plan. You're going to be investing in the strategic plan. So what does that mean? That means buying other businesses. Now, Mr. Dave Fork is sitting in the back there, and he's gonna be doing a bit of a masterclass on this a little bit later tomorrow. But I just wanna spend a little bit of time talking about this, because this is fundamental. The big thing that we do in private equity is called a buy and a build, okay? We buy something that has some value, it may not be optimized, we're gonna optimize it first, and then we are gonna buy adjacent businesses. It could be customers, it could be suppliers, it could be geographic expansion. We're gonna put all that together, and then we're gonna sell the group. Now of the 117 acquisitions that I've done, not one of those deals has been all the money up front, not one. In fact, the deals that I do now, I'm putting a maximum of about 10% of the valuation of the company that I'm buying into the deal, and the rest of it, I am leveraging. Okay, it's called a leverage buyout. It's the same thing exists in real estate to some extent. But I'm taking the asset value of the business, everything from receivables, and I'm taking asset finance against those. And then I'm negotiating with the seller what is called a deferred payment or seller financing, and I'm paying for the asset over a prolonged period from the profit of the business that I'm buying. Okay? Everyone got me on that? You say, slow down, Nick. (laughs) Okay. Do that two or three times. Buy the businesses... So, like, say, three times a multiple, so three times the profit. Bring them together and create a group and look to exit the group at a minimum of six to eight times. That's an example of the compounding effect of exponential. Okay? Now, this is crazy stuff when you actually start to look at it. And this is the reason why, of the just under 3,000 billionaires in the world, the majority have come from some form of M&A and exit um, experience. Simply because of this one thing. As I said, Dave will go through this in more detail tomorrow, but I just want to leave you with this one thought. Forbes in 2020 said that there has never been a better time in history to buy businesses for one reason only. There is a massive transition of age and wealth because a lot of the baby boomers are retiring. You may have heard this before. A lot of them are business owners. A lot of them do not have a succession plan, and a lot of them, the value of time is more important than the value of money. So you can literally buy businesses off people because they have not got any other solution. Remember, you are helping them, but at the same time, you're buying an asset which is undervalued to bring it together with the stuff that you're doing to create something bigger. Now, a quick example, because I know a lot of you were at Funnel Hacking Live last week, and I was sort of there listening away, and there was one slide that uh, Mr. Russell Brunson put up which I was very interested in for obvious reasons, and it's this one. Because, yeah, he did say, I'm not going to sell my my business for a billion dollars. I don't 100% believe that was the case of what happened, but even so. Um, But he did also say that he bought Dan Kennedy's business, Magnetic Marketing. Had Dan Kennedy there for a bit. It was a great conversation. But I just wanted to highlight that here because that's what I'm talking about, right? You know, there's more growth to come from ClickFunnels. He's already built a stunning business. But now he's ready to add the strategic overlay, and that's going to create something quite exceptional. Next couple of years. Okay, the last piece is you want to consolidate and you want to build up to the sale, build up to the exit. Consolidate, if I go back to what I said beforehand with those 600 redundancies, that's an example of consolidation. It is about taking out cost, but it's also about building the the story of the business so that you can actually get something that makes sense to the next buy, which will also increase the value. So this business here, Ascend Learning, was my last major exit. So this was back in 2017. $2.3 billion in its own right. I was the CEO of the international division of this business. We had a 14 times profit multiple. So if you think about that for a second, that's one year of profit times 14. That's 14 years of profit that was paid for by Blackstone. And that business was 14 acquisitions all beautifully brought together. Funny story just quickly, that valuation was significantly lower about six months before the exit because we hadn't positioned the businesses very well. And we spent literally a month pulling it all together and telling a different story, and it's dramatically increased the valuation. So a little bit of a side note there. Sometimes the positioning and the posturing makes a big difference as much as the financials. So a lot in that, I'm going to be here all week. So please, if there's any questions on the specifics of that, come and grab me. I'm more than happy to go into more detail, but I said, I haven't got a lot of time today to be able to go through all that with you. But the last insight I'd like to share is this, and this is quite important. In order to make life-changing money, I believe you must work towards life-changing impacts. Is it okay if I get a bit personal? So imagine it's 3 a.m. in the morning and you're in bed. You wake up and you've got this incredible pain in the right side of your jaw. You've got no idea what's happened, but it feels like you've been punched in the face. You're sweating. You don't know what's going on. You're a bit disorientated. You get out of bed. You make your way to the bathroom and you look in the mirror. And you can see that the right side of your jaw is just swollen. It's all red. You swirl your tongue around in your mouth, and you've got some stuff there. And you quickly realize that what's happened is you've grit down on your teeth. You've grinded your teeth so badly that you've broken the two molars in the back of your jaw. You look in the mirror, and this question pops into your head. How the hell did I get here? So to jump back a bit, this is a picture of my father. And this is a picture around 2015 when we went on a family holiday to Cape Cod. I was actually running in, a, in an ultramarathon and um, when I looked a lot leaner back then, and he came over to crew me in that race because he lives, or lived in Melbourne. He was a very successful entrepreneur. He was a millionaire before 40. He was bankrupt at 45. Interesting story in its own right. He had a jewelry business in Collins Street in Melbourne, and there was a bombing the Turkish consulate. And because his office, his building was next to that, he lost everything. And because it was a terrorist attack, there was no insurance. Now, the interesting thing though is by the time he was 50, he was a millionaire again. A really incredible guy. Now, I was told by my mum, because if I go back even further, he left us when I was two years of age. He came back into my life when I was 37 years of age. So what I was told was that, you know, he was a bum, not a nice guy, did all these different things. And when I met him, I found out all of that wasn't true. And that photo there, the one on the right, with my my now eldest daughter Arabella, was taken on the last day of the holiday. 12 months later, literally to the day, passed away in hospital, cancer. So what's all this got to do with this? What's all this got to do with the 3 a.m. moment? One of the things I didn't share with you from my story beforehand, you might have got an inkling from when I talked about the redundancies, is that the world of private equity is pretty ruthless. Certainly in my world of M&A, big deals, lots of money. And a lot of the time I was asked to go in there and get the best possible deal for shareholders, the private equity guys, not for the entrepreneurs who built these businesses. right, I was told to go in there and just, you know, get what you can. Now, I made millions of this, Porsches, houses, you name it. Right? But there was a point in time where I was starting to feel very uncomfortable. And when I met my dad, when he came back into my life after that long period of time, after I thought he was one thing and then I realized he was another, I realized that the people that I was screwing over to make myself rich, make others rich, people like my dad. And I realized that at 3 a.m., that moment when I cracked or the teeth in the right side of my jaw. So four weeks to the day of that incident, I ended up in Chicago at this event, Unleash the Power Within. Who's been to a Tony Robbins event here? A few people. And I heard this quote for the first time. Never heard this before. You can get everything you want in life if you will just help enough other people get what they want. And I realized at that point in time, I needed to change everything. I couldn't go back to what I was doing before. I'd go as far as to say I was living values that weren't my own values because I didn't know any better, and I was trying to please the dad that I hadn't met. So what's this all got to do with anything? At that point, I quit private equity, and I decided to jump on the other side of the table. The first thing that I did after that is I launched this thing not really expecting it to do what it'd done. Awesome. See, there we go. Look at that. (laughs) Thank you. And I did it because I wanted to share my story. I wanted to help others. Awesome. See, you know, there we go. That's either get off the stage or we love it. (laughs) There you are, see? And since I did that, what I do now and everything is I help business owners create freedom, wealth, and impact by our acquisitions and that changed everything. My cup went from being empty to full, my bank account is significantly better than it was, and I can wake up every morning feeling like I'm making a bigger contribution in the world. So before I finish, I just want to go back to where we started, which is the three questions. There's only really one action for you here today, everybody. If you haven't thought about these questions before, I'd like you to really, really think about them and I'd like you to answer them honestly and deeply because they may open up something which makes you think differently about your business. And if I can do one thing here after traveling all over the world to get here is maybe just to get you to think that little bit differently, maybe that will create an amazing life-changing event for you in the future. And I'll leave you with this. You can really only scale anything. You can only scale anything to the level of your identity. And that may mean sometimes asking the question, you know, are, you, are you really doing everything you possibly can to create what you want to create?